Hi, everyone, and welcome to this week's Success Codes podcast. I'm your host, Melinda Van Fleet, and I am so grateful you joined me today. I'm going to dive right in. I want to share really quick the reason why I shifted to this podcast, the Success Codes podcast, is to help busy people who desire next level success get tips and tools faster to the point very little fluff, maybe a story here and there for context, but very little fluff, get what they need and roll. So I would love to hear from you if this is something that you look forward to every week because I love doing them. I've always loved being a podcaster. I started my first podcast in April 2019 and I've been learning and moving and grooving and growing and tweaking and evolving with this platform over the years. So I would love to hear from you. You're always welcome to email me at melinda at melindavanfleet.com or you can put a comment on my YouTube under this podcast episode. If you're watching on YouTube or listening on YouTube, I would love that. So thank you so much. And always an Apple review. I don't use Apple products really except for this computer of my husband's and our iPad. But an Apple comment and review is always appreciated too. So thank you, thank you. Today I'm diving into a topic about manifestations and expectations and it being a key to success. And this concept and topic bubbled up for me this week on a discovery call, which I'll share about in a, in a little bit. And it's something that has been a huge piece of my own growth and development over the years and has been a very self-led process that I've never heard anyone else talk about out there. So I really felt called to share this to help someone else that may be struggling with this and to look at the lens from a few different aspects because having expectations is really important to manifesting your goals and dreams, but often we get brought down into the matrix and into narratives, especially in the corporate world. And having the awareness around that is what can really be pivotal, pivotal, that's a big word for me, (laughs) for for you, for you, because it was for me, for sure. So I'm going to start just kind of with this little bit of context. I'm a Gen Xer, I'm 52, I'm an Aries, and I'm the oldest child. My parents were very tough love parents, to be honest. I never thought anything of that. I didn't know any different. You know, you're a kid. You really don't know anything, especially Gen Xer. Like, we didn't have any computers or social media. So you just, you did what your parents told you to do. And my dad ran steel mills. He dealt with lots of different um, employee things and the companies getting bought out. And, you know, if something was wrong with us, my dad would be like, I'm just going to cut it off. Like if you said your arm hurt, he would be like, I'm just going to cut it off. Like there was no whining in our house. My mom certainly didn't deal with it either. Like you just shut up and you did what you were told to do. I mean, that's really how I was raised. And a lot of people, especially of my age group, were raised this way. So again, I didn't think anything of it. Like I'd go over to a friend's house and like her mom would be screaming at all of them. I I didn't think anything of it. It was normal. It was just kind of normal. And so that's how I grew up. So I entered the corporate world and I have these super high expectations of myself. I always have, again, Aries, oldest child, tough family, 
And I mean that in a good way. Like, I'm so glad I was raised this way and I'm not a wuss. And I, I used the word wuss. Yes, I did. And so I go into the corporate world and I was like, I'm here to get it done. I'm here to be CEO. Like, I'm, I'm here to get promoted. Like, I'm here to make more money. Like, I'm here to do a great job. Like, th- this is why I was here. Like, I'm here. I showed up. I'm here. And the expectations of myself, what I learned many years later into my 30s, rubbed off on my team because I was constantly getting praised for my business success, like on paper, in terms of the things I bought, sold out. My numbers were always good. I was a a buyer, corporate buyer for very large companies like Victoria's Secret and Saks Fifth Avenue. And when I went to in Target, and when I went to Target, I was having a lot of problems with my team. And the company culture was so different. It was so different. It very much a placating type culture. The pers- the first person that would complain about something always got the credit, uh, throw under the bus, passive aggressive, toxic culture. It sure is. And it sure was. I, it, it's hard to change a culture, so I, I can't speak for what it is now, but it is very hard to change a culture. So, so it's likely very similar still. So when I went to Shop NBC, I was like uh, more aware. I was more awakened to my behaviors. I learned a lot from my Target experience. It was a great experience, even though it was crazy what happened to me, um, so many things. But it was a great experience in terms of learning and now being able to help others with culture like this. So I go to Shop NBC and I start to realize that <laughs> my expectations of being a top performer were great if the person on my team also wanted to be a top performer. <laughs> if the person on my team did not want to be a top performer, they hated me. And I mean hated me. And I could clearly see like this 50-50 split. And again, this was self-led. I was like, started to notice a pattern. I was starting to be more aware of my intuition and that it was a thing and start to really trust in myself more. And I was like, oh my gosh, people don't like me because the expectations I have of myself and how driven I am are just rubbing off. It's the energy, this energy I give off to people, you know, just really comes across and so if they're not as driven to succeed and get promoted or whatever their goals and dreams are like they just don't like me (laughs) I was just pretty much a fact and so what I had to start to do as a leader was I had to start to share more about that and get to know every single one of my team members and not assume that they wanted the same level of success So I started to do lots more lunches and coffees, and I also had the help of a coach, Peter Bridges, that the company brought in, and he brought some awareness in a certain level, but not to the complete awareness that I came to on my own, And but I'm very grateful for him, and he's a great guy. So what I started to do was just really, like, dial it back, and even to the point of, like, sharing that, like, I would openly share, hey, guys, I'm, like really a driven person, I come in at 6.30 in the morning because I choose to come in at 6.30 in the morning. I'm just wired this way. I 
I wake up early. I've always woken up early. Like I'm, I go to bed early. This is me. I do not expect this of you. So having like very clear conversations with every single person and clearly like saying, this is just how I am. I do not expect this of you just changed everything. Like everything. I, I believe that the people that were top performers loved me even more. And the people that didn't have the same goals and dreams and were fine just, you know, doing their job or maybe wanted to, you know, quit someday sooner than later. You know, some people want to end up being a stay-at-home mom, which is nothing wrong with that. I think that's an amazing, being a stay-at-home mom is a very hard job. Oh my God. Uh, oh my God. Something I have no desire to do. Plus I'm too old now, but anyhow. Um, so yeah, so like they just didn't want what I wanted, right? They just wanted something different. So they, um, you know, just really, it turned the tide. It really turned the tide, this like radical self-awareness of how I was and my expectations then of other people. And what I then came to realize more as I've been doing this work as a coach, as a speaker, um, more really developing my gifts even to like this other extreme level of intuition and psychic ability and hearing things and seeing things is when I went through that process, it just dumbed me down. It took away a lot of my own energy that led to all the really fast manifestations that happened to me when I was younger. Things happened to me so fast. Like I would have like a wish, a desire, and boom, it would happen. Because I was living in alignment with myself, my true self, which again, not everyone liked. (laughs) Not everyone liked. And... I was clueless. I was clueless. It it's, goes back to those stories you hear about little kids that they're just happy. They're just happy. I was in Sally Beauty Supply yesterday returning something, and this cute little girl, she was like three or four, and she wanted these little nail stickers, and they probably cost like a dollar, and her mom bought them for her. And the little girl starts squealing, like squealing, like with like a little cute pig in a cute way, like squealing with delight over these like little stickers. So... I used to be like that. I used to be like that in my 20s and my early 30s. And then corporate culture just like brought me down. Like it put this like whole weight on me of expectations that, you know, I shifted my expectations in terms of sharing about them. But then other expectations were on me then from corporate culture, right? See, so it became this like very sticky web and it really changed me. It changed me. It made me start to overthink everything. I I believe that's when I became an overthinker, like overthinking every little thing, overthinking everything everyone says to me, um, things that are written, people's behaviors, overthinking, 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 overthinking. And overthinking clogs your intuition. And overthinking clogs the fact that we all need to be surrendering in terms of letting our manifestations come through. Like it just became this whole big circle. So it's interesting to me, like when someone says, you know, that they're older and they're wiser and and they are acting like that's um, the best thing in the world. (laughs) Sometimes I'm like, "Eh, not really. Like I wish I was 20 and completely naive and clueless about life and just had fun and was myself, right? So it's a journey of, getting back to yourself, right? Getting back to yourself with also, you know, understanding the world we live in and not being like a complete asshole, 
But having the understanding that the universe responds to you, the universe responds to me. The universe doesn't really respond to if you like me. Now, if you don't like me and I get all in my head about that, then that is definitely going to cause a reaction, a block, right? That's going to create feelings that you don't want to have. But in general, like getting back to how you are naturally is, is really the way to be. It's, it's the powerful way to be. So I had this call this week that was a discovery call with, um, I'll say, a potential client. And at the end of our call, when we hung up, I could so clearly see a pattern of expectations. Now, it wasn't my exact pattern that I lived through personally, but she had a pattern of expecting things from coaches or therapists without her really taking ownership and doing the work. So it was kind of, in a way, the opposite of my personal experience. So I could I could see this and I could hear it in her tone, like her questions that she was asking me. I could see it in terms of the challenges that she was saying she had and that she wanted coaching for, but then she's already had all these other coaches try to help her, but it was kind of like their fault in a way, or she was done with them in a way. So, and I was like, no, these challenges are things that I'm sure there have been several of those coaches that could have helped you with, (laughs) like... They weren't like completely, you know, out of the box challenges that a majority of people don't have and that you wouldn't know how to address as a therapist or a coach. Like they're, they're just, they're very, I'm going to say in, with my hands in quotation marks, more common things, right? And I thought to myself, I'm like, I wonder if her pattern also stems into her childhood in terms of people having expectations of her, but she doesn't innately have the equal or higher expectations of herself. And that could go back to someone's human design chart. That could definitely go back to someone's human design chart. In my human design chart, I have lots of gates of power and intuition in my chart. And if you don't have those same gates, and maybe you have some other gates and channels, like that could show up in that way. They don't have the same drive, but when someone else has these expectations of them and they don't have that expectation of themselves, it kind of flips the switch, right? And that could be the same for, you know, some of the employees and people on my team that I had back then in in my 20s and 30s, that they didn't have that same drive and motivation and it might not have been in their human design chart, right? I mean, these are, we are all just people, like... Out of the world is round. There's all sorts of people. So there's no like saying one person's better than the other by any means. Everyone has their unique gifts and talents. This is just an aspect of it in terms of this example. And I could so clearly see her. The challenge as a, as a coach, and especially on a discovery call, is, you know, it's not really appropriate for me to say anything about that. And I had hung up the phone and it clicked for me. I was like, oh, I, I really see her. Then it's up to her to decide to want to work with me, right? It's up to her. So if she's listening to her intuition, if it's coming through and their intuition is like, hey, Melinda can really help you, 
then that's amazing. I, I believe as a coach, especially the level of coach I am and how what I do, I don't believe in selling um, my coaching services. I've I just don't believe that. Like when I was with Southwestern, we had to sell the coaching program and those people quit. <laughs> like <laughs> they felt like they were talked into it, like they had NLP used on them and, and they quit. So, you know, if we have a discovery call and you're not in, you're not like, hell yes, let's do this, then that's cool. I love you still. Like I hope you find help somewhere else. Maybe you will want to work with me someday. That's fine. But I don't believe in hard sell. So with this woman it's it's on her it's on her it's on her to see if if this is you know if she feels called that I can really help her and uh, I would love to help her I know I can help her especially with human design and me seeing this pattern that she has I believe that we could you know definitely crush this nut like pretty quickly and get her to a place where she's moved past that and that we can start to do the real work, right? This is just kind of like a, a film, like a kind of like your window's dirty and you just need to clean it, like that type of thing. And often, you know, when you um, are, you know, trying to improve your life, improve your business, you know, really having someone that sees something that you're missing, it's, it's a blind spot. We all have blind spots. Heck, I end up calling on a coach like maybe once every three months for some blind spots. I might have some blind spots. I take notes on them and I'm like, you know what? I, I've got a couple blind spots. Do you see something I don't see? And we all do that. I, I think that's why um, being a coach is just such an amazing gift and people have the opportunity to use <laughs> a coach to to um, help them through whatever they're, they're doing and working on too. So it's really amazing. But that was really such a, a powerful way to bring me back in my memories and I don't tend, tend to think of um, things from the past very often I only think of them in terms of stories I don't sit in any pain I don't believe in that and I'm always like moving forward but I did start to think about that this week I was like gosh I remember when I was a crappy leader I actually wrote a talk on that that was one of my talks when I was working really hard on being a speaker I was a crappy leader <laughs> It was a communication. It was a communication talk that I gave to some different businesses, and it needs some work, to be honest. Um, it was a little overwhelming for people, which is something I learned as a speaker. Don't have too many points in your talk. Three is good. Don't have ten. <laughs> People's brains can't handle it. So on that note, I am going to end this podcast. There you go. That's my sign. End it now. So I hope you liked it. Next week, all if all goes to plan... I am going to have such an amazing guest. I'm so excited. Like, she hardly does anything like this anymore, from what I can tell. And, um, yeah, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> can't wait. I cannot wait. So, stay tuned. Let me know what you think of this podcast. I hope it helps you to do some deep dive on your expectations, your expectations of yourself, your expectations of others, 
thinking about it in terms of the energy you give off, like is it really fierce like mine was or is it more laid back? So then when you meet someone who's really fierce, it may not be a a good click, a good match. And you can still love that person from a distance. There's nothing wrong. Again, the world is round. There's lots of people in this world. And we are all one connected at the conscious level. So just know that. But also just know, like, have some awareness. Just have awareness around your expectations. Have awareness around, you know, are you expecting things to manifest? That was something else I wanted to talk about really quick is I have high expectations in that that the things I desire to have happen in my life or business are going to happen, are going to happen. Heck, I I moved to the Florida Keys with nothing with my husband, like zero. The list of the things that I have accomplished is bananas, right? So when you're working on your goals and dreams, I also want you to have expectations of those things happening, expectations of those things happening and connect with me on Instagram watch my stories Monday through Friday because I always share little nuggets of things I missed out on saying on the podcast or extra little nuggets that come through so until then thank you so much for listening and can't wait for next week bye for now